It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Standing on the outside, abandoned, abolished, no longer required, not welcome, outcast, cast out. Happens quickly. A single mistake that suddenly demands your quarantine. It happened to them. They were so young. This unruly pair, a boy, a girl, so much to share. They just couldn't get it straight. So they sealed their fate quickly, not too long. Alienation, made to feel strange and alone. Peered at, probed, questioned, or worse, ignored, standing there naked and alone, alone except for the one who shares your punishment, your comrade in peculiarity, your like-minded brain-dead accomplice. How can this work? After all, you offended the most high God numero uno. Where do you go from there? After all, if if you piss off family members, you can wait around until they need you, then try to make amends. But when will God really need you? The worst part is everyone knows you don't belong. You are no longer Welcome. The gate hit you in the ass on your way out. All you can hear are warnings, condemnations, supposedly sweetened by the realization, the realization that they are the word of God. Religious jargon is no bargain, leaves you crying. Cause you're dying, finds you squealing, accused of stealing, alone together, together, alone. At least uh, that's how the story goes. An amazing fable it is, though you probably shouldn't call it a fable. Because just that one piece of wording, they would have to cast you out. There is so little joy left in the heart of the fanatic one who has sold his soul to restriction. All he has left is to hurt you. What should Adam say to Eve? How could that work? The story is told, but we don't follow up, do we? We don't... Wonder what it's like on day three after you've ruined the world. Or what should she say to him as they stand 
for this solitary moment of shame. Outside of the garden of perfection, no chance to gain pardon. Standing outside the garden, no chance to gain pardon. But listen, my children. They did find something to say to one another. Rather than being like the sons they birthed, who killed over a piece of turf, they took the love they had for one another, tucked it away for another day. They kept the world alive, even though they felt cold and dead. See, some may tout the great love of God, and righteously so. But in this moment, may we celebrate the love of Adam and Eve, who persisted together even though they were cast away and judged. The critical storm they did weather as they persisted together and birthed a generation of humans with no perfection but still began to make a better selection. It is possible. Do you hear? It is possible, and if possible is done enough times, it becomes plausible. And if you faithfully perform plausible over and over and over again, by faith it leaps to become a coin toss. And if you just keep tossing that coin one day, one day in the future, what seemed impossible may suddenly be likely. No one is destroyed by failing, but rather devastated by thinking that it is useless to try ever again because you've been judged to be included. The power of being included. Yes, included. So you find yourself in a town. Your gender is in the minority. Your color is unusual. And your sexual inclinations, contrary to the community flavor. Your favorite color is blue in a world of green. Your music is soft, overwhelmed by the din of noisy compositions. You're happy. The populace is sad. You are timid. And the masses are boisterous. You claim to be unique. <laughs> but it is determined that you are weird. You plead for liberty. 
you are given the opportunity to conform. You want justice. You are issued a court date. What should you do? Because an assumed liberty or one that is legislated does not provide for universal justice and certainly not for all. Kindness yearns for a place to start. You are that place. You are the genesis of what is fair. The garden of reasoning. You are the one. Yes, you are the one who will determine what is measured back to you by selecting intelligently what you measure out to others. Because there's eyes everywhere. People see you being selfish. People see you being kind. People see you being generous or people see you being selfish. Decisions are made about you every day and you don't even know it. People have categorized you, put you in boxes of their choices and decided whether you get grace or you get punishment. Because the justice that is offered in this world is tenuous. It's not based upon rational thinking, nor can it be legislated from these seats of power. Human beings very simply return in kind. You can object to this. You can say that things should be better. We should be more open-minded. But the truth of the matter is, you do not love your neighbor as yourself. You love your neighbor if your neighbor loves you. And the problem is, if you stand at a distance waiting for that neighbor to build up the courage to love you, you're probably going to end up spending your life alone. Somewhere, somehow, someone has to start it. You seem to be the only one available. Are you up to the challenge? Can you begin to act out to others what you want for yourself? You hold the key. You can decide. Just like Adam and Eve could have chosen to be disgruntled, angry souls instead of madly in love, thinking that maybe today's sweat will bring tomorrow's blessing. For you see the good news. The good news is you can measure out knowing that it will be measured back to you. Count on it. And the better news is, of this, you can truly have confidence. 
you are the future of mercy. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.